0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We bring in Doug Swinhart. It has been a while since we've had a Tech Talk here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Good to welcome Doug back. How are you doing on this chilly day, Doug?
1: It's cold outside, but I'm nice and warm in the house and very, very well. Thank you so much, Steve. It's good to be back.
0: Yeah, good to visit with you. And if you don't know the drill, you're not familiar If you're having a problem with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, you want to know how something works. Maybe you're looking for new equipment. Doug's the man. He's been working on computers for many, many years. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. And you can call or text the program. Tech Talk is back on this chilly February day. And uh, we're pleased to have Doug on board for the entire hour. Once again, 651-989-9226, or you can call the program. Uh, Same number, 651-989-9226. Doug, let's take care of some housekeeping and some things that over the years we talk about frequently uh, bring it to the forefront right out of the gate today. Number one, cold weather, tough on-computer equipment. If you have that laptop in the car, you've got to let that warm up. You never want to leave equipment in the car, in your vehicle, in temps like this, tablets, laptops, smartphones. That is bad news.
1: Absolutely detrimental. And, in fact, as the equipment gets smaller, I believe that it's becoming more fragile and it will have more tendency. Uh, if I'm even building a system, I will actually bring everything in the house, unpackage it, and leave it, it's just leave it in the office, all undone, on of course, on antistatic bags, and let it climatize for at least six hours before I even begin to build. And it's highly important that, especially laptops, can't be bringing them in and netbooks and notebooks and firing them up. And I, I, I'm surprised that we don't see more bad activity happening with smartphones, but I think it's because they're just left on all the time, and they're generally... In a pocket and kept warm but you couldn't be more right on especially with this weather this is very detrimental
0: yeah so by all means if you forgot that laptop bring it in let it warm up and let it warm up because uh, you'll you'll notice on very cold objects you, you bring it into a warm environment Uh, There's immediately condensation on it. If it's happening on the outside, it could be happening on the inside. So by all means, uh, take care. Another thing you brought up, static electricity. Uh, When it gets bitterly cold, it's it's hard to keep moisture in the air in the house. And static electricity can be a problem. Doug, give us some tips on how people should deal with that because that can cause problems as well.
1: You know, that's probably the number one thing that we deal with when people call in, too. It's just, well, shut it off, unplug it, drain the CMOS. And if it's a laptop, you're going to want to take the battery out if you can. Uh, If you can't, some of the laptops and netbooks, they're not accessible. But unplug it and just let it sit for about five, six minutes and then fire it back up. And if your computer room has carpet, many do. It's really imperative that we don't have like a rat's nest of cables underneath there. That will gather static as well. If you wear a lot of wool clothes, that will have an effect. And I say to folks, just grab some, some cling free or some stop static at the, at the store. Spray a little bit, just a tiny bit on a Kleenex. Wipe your hands and your forearms. They, these machines, they pick up more static from us than anywhere. And that's the start. And I always take that Kleenex and wipe off the, the keyboard and off the surrounding unit as well. It uh, It's not going to hurt. And like I say, carpet, spray a little bit around the carpet a little bit too. A couple times a week should do it. But that's imperative. If we keep that to a minimum, the machines will just keep right on running.
0: Yeah, very good advice. And by the way, our phone number, 651-989-9226. Uh, Tech Talk. Doug's in for the entire hour. It's been a while. Good to have Doug back on this chilly day. Uh, we're going to start on the phone lines. Big thanks to Shaletta for lining up the phone calls today. Let's get uh, Jerry in Plymouth. Jerry, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Can you hear me? Gotcha. Can you hear me? Oh yep. yeah. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Uh, I had a Uh, grandkid over to the house who was using my computer and now all of the uh, images and lettering are much smaller. How can I put it back to its normal size or the bigger size?
1: You're going to want to just move your pointer someplace on the desktop so you're not on an icon and right click and just slide right on down to where it says display settings or Personalize, depending on what version of windows you're using and you're going to be looking for text size and many people make the mistake in this case where they will actually take and they will lower their screen resolution and all that does is make your screen blurrier but your print and all your fonts do get bigger I got a feeling that your grandson probably increased the resolution on your screen and it got brighter but everything got smaller And if you have trouble with that, feel free to give me a call. I'll walk you through it in minutes, connect up remotely if we need to. That's no big deal at all. And good luck to you, thank you so much for the call.
0: All right, Jerry, very good, good call. Uh, One thing I've noticed over the years, uh, with my mom and dad in particular, I have some nieces and nephews that go over there, and they tend to fool around with the router and the settings on the televisions and the computers. And it, it takes me a while to unravel the changes they made. So, one word of advice: maybe don't let them play with the stuff. But that—that's just me. Uh, I, I'm getting grumpy in my old age. Uh, let's uh, well, go.
1: It's t- going to happen. And you know the thing is, I do these dual boots with uh, Windows and Linux. And I always tell people, just put them into Linux. They can't hurt a thing. They can't <laughs> hurt anything in Linux. <laughs>
0: right, I know. And, and it's amazing. Even the youngest kids know their aw- know their way around smartphones and tablets and laptops. It is uncanny how good they are at navigating and, and ultimately making changes. All right, let's go to the phones again. Uh, before a break here, let's sneak in Bob from Mendota Heights. Bob, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Uh, I have a question that I hope you can answer for us. Good. Okay, uh, I'm looking for a CD player. With wireless earphones uh, that does not have static when you're out there with you cutting your grass with your lawnmower, would you have any suggestions on that?
1: Oh man, I you're I go to Amazon.com and start searching. I will take a look for you today. But you're thinking of just a, a music player, right? A DVD, a, a CD music
0: player, correct? That's right. Yes, and I'm having a hard time finding something wow. that comes with earphones that's compatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah most, I, of them, most of the players
1: today will have, like, a, the the small little 7-millimeter um, uh, plug, 3-millimeter plugs, and headphones will pop right in there. Um, the static thing, that makes me think more that it might be your headphone set. Uh, you might okay. to see if that could uh, be possibly it. Check it with a uh, different headphones, But if you have trouble with that, give me a call, and I'll find you something. No
0: oh, great. Thank yeah. you. I love your show. All Thanks right, very all. good. Thanks for the call. It might be tough to find a CD player of any sort uh anymore. Um you know, generally it's all MP3s, um, and there there's a lot of services. And and Doug, I have found this with wireless headphones and, and I've used headphones for my entire career. Wireless headphones generally you you're gonna run into some sort of problem on. Now I know there there's a lot of fancy earbuds and those sorts of things and there are wireless headphones but at some point in time particularly when when you're running a lawnmower and running other machinery that can cause interference and that might be causing the static uh wireless headphones are, are still not a perfect science
1: well and you know nearly all of them are running bluetooth as well right, and bluetooth, correct that's right as, as popular as it's becoming uh, it's just not a perfect science uh, Mine works perfect in the car when I walk in my, my smartphone, and the, the thing yep. with like these CD players, too, you mentioned, you're right, right on the money. Most people are just carrying their music on their phone, or they're connected to an online service, but they're listening. The music is being delivered right straight through their Android or their iPhone or whatever they've got for a smartphone.
0: Yeah, yeah. so uh, once again, uh, trying to find something where you're going to be able to play a CD and use wireless headphones, that's going to be a big challenge for him. Quick break, we've got more. Tech Talk, Doug Swin, the hard in Problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever. I've got one for Doug about a brand new wireless printer, and and I'm going to try and stump Doug. Uh, It's an HP wireless printer, and we'll, we'll see what we get out of Doug coming up following the break. Here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. 227 on this chilly Saturday at News Talk, A3OWCCO. We continue, Doug Swin the Heart Tech Talk on this Saturday here at News Talk, A3OWCCO. Over the years, Doug, we've talked a lot about uh, wireless printers and some of the uh, problems uh, wireless printers uh, can cause. I have a brand new wireless printer. Got it all set up, found uh, my Wi-Fi, was able to get both Chromebooks in the house to print on it. Uh, my wife able to get her Mac, my daughter her Mac, to be able to uh, print on it. But on occasion, it drops off. I come down, I check, it's connected to the Wi-Fi, but for whatever reason, the computers don't see it. What could be going on, or is that just something typical?
1: I would be looking at something that has to do with the power settings on that baby. And it's not waking up properly.
0: Ah. That's, um, that, that it's it's unusual.
1: It's rare.
0: Uh,
1: I, I had one a couple of years ago that did almost the identical behavior. And we ended up terp, uh, sending that in for warranty. And it came back and it was perfect. It might be a defective unit, but... With that many, I'd I be looking through, let me go through them, through the, through the um, chat rooms and um, and the helps at HP. They're a tremendous help over there. Uh, I'll just go to hp.com. If you email me your serial number, I pop, pop it right on the support thing. And if an automatic chat comes up, you know, it's like most of robots. They don't work very good, but there's a ton of information there. And they really want that thing running for you almost immediately. Yeah, the, because I I Cloud I, Print, it sounds to me like the Cloud Print is actually having trouble um waking it up. And that should never be an issue.
0: Yeah, and I leave it I leave it powered up all the time. It's a it's a color laser printer. It's a pretty nice unit. And when when it's up and running, it it's great, but just on occasion sometimes that printer will drop off the network. And if I restart it, it comes right back up. So uh, good advice. I I will certainly look into that, and maybe we'll bring it up next week on the program.
1: Perfect. You might also want to – got a smartphone, I'm sure. I would um, go to googleplay.com and download and install – it's called a network analyzer. And you could just kind of walk around your house with that thing, especially around the printer, and see if there's some type of interference in the room itself could be. Uh, All right. That's a, uh, that's, it's uncommon, but it could happen. That's a great little tool. Everybody should have one that's got Wi-Fi in their house, too. Is a, just a network analyzer, and there's a bunch of them. Get one with lots of stars and one that's trusted. And usually uh, Google will have some say in anything that has to do with administration and connectivity. So that's a perfect thing that you should have on your smartphone as well.
0: All right. We have a weather update in a moment, but let's go to the text line here real Uh, Here real quick, by the way, our number is 651-989-9226. That's good for a call or text. Uh, Wondering why every time I do an update on Windows or defrag or any upgrade, is it possible to to trash the old files? Do I need to do that sort of thing?
1: In Windows 10, you actually really do. There is uh, a... I stumbled across a program that's in development, and it's got kind of a funny name. It's P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R. I don't even know how to say that. Provisor? Um, this is kind of like seat cleaner for Windows 10, only it goes a lot deeper. And if they download that, and they can download it for free, the guy will uh, ask for donations, but it's not necessary. I believe this is about ready to go commercial real soon. Beautiful package, and that will take out all the temps and shore up a bunch of the privacy in six minutes after you run the first one. First one might take a little while, but that's P-R-I-V-A-V-E-R, or I Z E R, And just pop that into a, a Google search box, and it'll walk you right through where to locate it and download it. and Wonderful package. Absolute must for a Windows 10 machine. And thank you for the text. Great text.
0: All right, quick break. We'll have the weather in a moment. A reminder on Tech Talk, if you want to talk to Doug about your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call or text the number 651-989-9226. Here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. It is thirty eight twenty two 22 minutes down in front of 3 please to have Doug Swinhart in. It is Tech Talk. We're back after a fairly long layoff and uh, good uh, to visit with Doug. Uh, number of calls and texts, and we want to get there. But, Doug, before we run out of time, we want to do our public service announcement on folks backing up their data. There's really no excuse. Oh. There's so many good options. Back up your data, your photos, your documents, all of that stuff. It's easy. You you can pay a, a service. There's a lot of good pay services that will back it up automatically. Uh, there's also a lot of good options. If you have a Mac, it goes without saying. There's iCloud. There's a lot of options, aren't there?
1: Oh, there's tons and tons and tons. and I don't know if people are aware, but um, uh, we we used to uh, talk a lot about uh, carbon copy. and Carbon copy. Bought out the uh, the the other one we used to discuss. I can't recall her name right now. I'm sorry.
0: Carbonite, Malzy, Carbon
1: Copy is really going strong. And you know, I, I got to say, Steve, last week a good friend of mine who I've been taking care of his computer for close to 15 years calls me up and he says, you know, he said I was cleaning up my computer and he says I took a folder off the desktop and it was uh, it was my wife Terry's and it's gone. Oh. And because it was on the desktop, that, it's, I mean, there's no getting that back. I'm gonna, I've, I've got a couple more avenues i got to look at, but uh, saving things on the desktop and then relieving them, it's a different file structure. That's all held in RAM. And the only time that that's saved on the drive is when you first boot it. So it's, uh, but it's, uh, it's incredible to me that people still have this issue. We've got Google Drive. You've got online services, sugar sink, uh, mosey sold out uh, um, uh, carbon coffee, uh, but they're, and they're growing leaps and bounds. And I think that even with this new SSD technology, they're finding that these fast SSDs are not holding data as well as the old spinners. So the pricing structures are changing very rapidly, but there's really no reason in the world in the world why people shouldn't have a minimum. Three backups, one working, one full copy local, and at least one copy off-site, preferably in the cloud. They only have to experience it once, and it will never happen again. But there really is no reason why anybody should have data loss today.
0: Yeah, another one we brought up over the years, Carbonite, is one uh, you, you certainly hear it advertised and have heard it advertised. But there are a lot of great services out there. And there's no question that backing up your data, it's cold. Where are you going to go anyway? Back up that data for sure. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Bring in Cornelius from Minneapolis. You're on the air. Hello. Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Hey, uh, the wife and I, we we cut the cord a couple months ago, you know, so so to speak. We got rid of the cable. Oh, boy. Yeah, and now... uh, the streaming service, works. it's like I guess it's called a streaming service, and but you have to have Internet in the house. Yep. Yeah. So you are saving money in the long run. But my question to you is, it seems like it's sucking a lot of the Internet capacity or, or the power that they give you. You know, like they give you the high speed. But if you have every TV on with the fire stick and you're using the Internet, it, it tends to slow down. And, it, and it's even said that you need more proof or whatever. I'll hang up and listen thanks. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, Doug, so, he, 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 you, he, you go, he, and I can speak to this as well.
1: Interestingly enough, I also have been researching this, and I've been putting equipment together, and I know exactly what he's talking about. The soul for this man is to have what's called a media server. And there is so much equipment out there. It took me almost a year to weed through it. And instead of buying... Uh, A NAS, a network attached system for storage, and a media server that actually filters for the whole house, and then, of course, a connection at each TV. I built a computer from scratch, from the ground up, and I I think in hardware, if I got this correctly, I saved about $2,000. I'm going to end up with more TV and about $150 a month less. Now, here's the kicker. I am going to take my Internet to a full gigabyte, but I'm still going to save well in excess of $100. And he's absolutely true. When you're doing it at each individual TV, each one of those is hitting the TV. But like Plex Media, P-L-E-X dot TV, wonderful service. Um, that that you, If you set up a, a media server, now that media server is the only thing that's going on the Internet. Even the speed that I've got now will handle it just fine. But that's, um, that, that is one issue. You're going to use more Internet, and you're going to have to make sure with your Internet provider that you do not have a data cap. Uh, the data on the Internet, how much data people are using is getting to be a huge issue. Yeah, you either want an unlimited plan or you want an Internet provider that will contact you before you go over and you need to check to see how much the overage charges are. This is going to get to be a real hairy thing with billing. People can't track that. I also found a router that will keep track of bandwidth, but that's another. We spent a whole show on this, Steve. You uh you've been a cord cutter for quite some time, have you not?
0: Yeah, and Doug, you're absolutely right. The more TVs you have hitting your Wi-Fi, generally we only have one streaming. And we do just fine. We we have CenturyLink Wi-Fi in our house. We have the fastest <laughs> available in our neighborhood. Uh, my daughter can be playing Xbox, and we can be watching some sort of stream service. Here's the thing that people need to keep in mind. If they're considering cutting the cord and going to a streaming service, if you're a sports fan and want Fox Sports North, it is only available on DirecTV the AT&T streaming service, or your local cable company. It, it is not available on other streaming services. Probably the number one right now is YouTube TV. You cannot get Fox Sports North, and and that includes... Uh, Timberwolves, Twins, Vikings, Wild, etc. So be aware of that if you want to watch that content. Now you can That's catch true. the Timberwolves and Twins here on the radio absolutely free of charge 365 days a year. But but just keep that in mind. And and you and you're right. Bandwidth is a big deal. My mom and dad had a party uh pre-COVID and they they tried to run four different TVs and were wondering why uh, mm-hmm. they, they were crashing and they were having video problems. So uh, once once again, you, you just have to realize that these streaming oh, video services suck up a lot of bandwidth. All right, we've got to move on. We want to get to some other calls and texts. Uh, before we take a break, we want to make sure we go to the phone lines again and bring in Sue from Redwood Falls. Sue, you're on the air with Doug.
1: Oh, it is so good to hear this program back. I had no idea. Thank you so much for the kind of Oh, I missed you so much. Today I have a question about my iPad. It seems to be dying. It sometimes doesn't charge, and other times it loses the charge pretty fast. So I'm considering replacing it with a newer one. I got this uh, at the end of 2013. Uh, I understand the prices have gone down, but... What do I do with all the information I have stored in my old one? Can I transfer to the new one? You know, that's interesting because every device you purchase from Apple gives you an iCloud account. And your data is actually, if it's set up properly, if you're set up properly, you not only have it saved on your iPad or iPod, it's saved up under your cloud account as well. Uh, before you buy another one, I would encourage you to call Apple and ask them if, if you probably signed up for an iCloud and didn't use it and forgot it, or possibly uh, you never signed up for one, but you've got that coming and you'll be able to transmit transfer your data or take a copy of your data and send it up to the cloud. That way, when you get your new device, you will use that same iCloud account and it will tie it together when you log in. You'll turn that baby on and log in on, and you will give permission for to authorize your new Apple product, and in a minute, all of your data will be right back on there. That's, yep. that's something Apple really did well.
0: Yeah, and thanks for the call. And a quick follow-up on that, um, great example of this, had an iPhone, have had for years, had major trouble with my iphone had to update when i was visiting my daughter who was going to school in the at the time at the university of arizona in tucson went into the local at&t store picked out a new phone with icloud everything migrated over sure i had to configure some but 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 the apps all my contacts everything flowed into the new device like magic. So it is a great service. If you have an iPad, just work with someone and get that configured, and, and you should be ready to go, and it should be no problem. And, Doug, wouldn't you say a 2013 iPad It's probably at the end of life or close to the end of life, and, and certainly the battery would need to be replaced at the very least?
1: I couldn't agree more. Well, and, you know, and, and Apple will come right out and tell folks that it's it's end of life. You won't be getting any more updates. Yep. Um, which is probably not necessary for, uh, for an iPod or an iPad, but still, yeah, you've got to remember, people talk about age and computers, they say seven years to one. I think it's closer to 10 to 12 years to one. So if you've got a 10-year-old machine, well, that's 100-year-old technology. Yep. And really, that's kind of the way we got to think about technology today. It is just advancing so rapid. It's just incredible.
0: All right, we've uh, got a... That's
1: actually a testament that she's had. That's carrying it around, using it, probably using it every day. That's a that's wonderful testament.
0: Yeah, for sure. But uh, she's got to get that stuff backed up. You don't want to reinvent the wheel moving over to a new device. And even if you go to, for instance, a local store, uh, wh- whoever helped her get that iPad will probably help her make that transition as well. All right, we've got to run to a break. We'll come back. We'll get some texts in before we say goodbye to Doug. It is Tech Talk on this chilly Saturday here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Just a few minutes left with Tech Talk. The hour's gone so fast with Doug Swinhart, and uh, hopefully Doug's available next Saturday, same time, and and we'll do it all over again because we, we have a lot of calls and texts that we won't be able to get to. Uh, Doug, we want a couple follow-ups. Uh, can you re-spell that Windows 10 program you spoke of earlier in the show.
1: Yes, it's uh, called Provisor, V-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R. That's just a wonderful program.
0: And and what what does it do if people are just joining us?
1: Oh, this thing goes through just a ton of screens and functions. It will clean out your temp files. It will reorganize somewhat and even keeps track of an SSD drive. Reorganize and optimize your files get rid of all of the no longer needed Windows update temporary files, and it keeps track of how much disk space it's reclaiming. And you can set this thing up to just run and tell it to shut off when you're done so you can do it at the end of the day. It's absolutely a complete system optimizer. cleans your registry, all your temp files, and it actually will even take into account some security and privacy issues that are built into Windows and undo those. It's just a wonderful program. P-R-I-V-E-R-Z, I I think it's provisor, P-E-R-V-I-Z-E-R, I I believe. The second I might be an A. But if you have trouble, just shoot me an email and I'll I'll get set up to get that.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll have Doug's phone number and email coming up here at the end of the program. Uh, uh, just a comment regarding the caller whose grandkids change the size of images and fonts on the laptop. It's just a matter of stretching or shrinking with my fingers on the control pad. Put your thumb and forefinger and just mm-hmm. kind of tighten it up or stretch it out. It worked on my Chromebook. I tried it uh, wow. during a break. Um, Doug, here, here's a good one. We've only got about a minute left. Really? Um, Do you need some sort of uh, outside antivirus for Windows 10 at this point in time?
1: I believe you do, and I know that I was a big proponent of Malwarebytes, still am, but I've been having trouble getting a hold of them. And, you know, if I I advise people, I want them to be able to get all the support. I'd say today your best bet would be Avira, A-V-I-R-A, and it really is the only free software other than Malwarebytes that you can get. And that's a German company. And But, yes, Windows 10, you absolutely should have an outside antivirus. And I think as we move forward, that need is going to increase with the newer versions of Windows that are coming out. And, Steve, thank you so much for having me in today. I will be here next week for you. All
0: right. Yeah, Doug, always good to visit with you. Uh, once again, ton of texts. We had a lot of calls. We'll do it again next week between 2 and 3 o'clock. Here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. And, uh, Doug, uh, once again, stay warm, and uh, we'll we'll squeeze it in one more time. Folks, take some time. Back up your data this chilly weekend. Back up your data is going to be our final word. Take care, Doug.
1: Yep, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: All right, there he is, Doug Swinhart, joining us with uh, Tech Talk. Back after a bit of a layoff. Uh, Good to visit with him.